guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio's ESL podcast. And today, it's a little bit of grammar. Okay, we've gone over the Cornell notes, we've gone over the vocabulary preview, but I want to just get a little bit into grammar because this grammar is going to relate to a couple of writing skills, a couple of writing tasks that I'm going to do for IELTS takers. This could be the bar chart, uh, bar graph, bar chart, bar chart, bar graph, bar chart. Who cares? Line graph or the bar graph, okay? Or bar chart. There we go. Bar chart. Whatever it means. But anyways, I want to focus a little bit on this because I know a lot of you are itching for some good old IELTS. So again, um, and of course, I'm doing a lot of IELTS, uh, you know, podcasts on a routine basis now because a lot of you need the writing at the academic writing aspect of it. So I want to get into this because this is potentially what you're going to be putting onto the good old IELTS writing test. So today is about inverted conditionals. Do not fear Arsenio's here. I'm going to help you with all these ridiculously big words, okay? So real and unpresent, it's things that we've already gone over. But however, we're going to use the should and the were with these. So conditional sentences, it can be made more formal. It could sound more formal by using inverted constructions, which is the should and the were in the beginning. So let me give you an example. Should plus the subject plus the base form of the verb. So should this trend continue? So the subject is the trend and the verb is continue. And then you, of course, comma it. I like to say comma it, but you put a comma there because this is uh, a dependent clause. It cannot act on its own. So should this trend continue, DVDs will become obsolete by the end of the decade. Speaking of DVDs, I thought it was absolutely calm. I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious to see that there was an entrepreneur, he went to some kind of expo and Blockbuster was there. I was like, Blockbuster, first and foremost, I have a lot of anger towards Blockbuster because of what they did to me when I was younger. This is not the podcast for that. But nonetheless, they have failed. Netflix and now Apple TV, they've, com well, not even Apple TV, Netflix completely wiped them out. Because, well, guess what? I could order things from my MacBook instead of going to the store and Blockbuster only exists in America. So... DVDs is what they had there for the video games. You could rent things for two days, three days, four days. And yes, now DVDs are completely obsolete. I don't know anyone who has DVDs anymore. Life should be very, very easy. I should be able to rent on my Apple TV or whatever you call it, a movie if I want to watch it. DVDs are finished. I remember when HD DVDs came out in 2006, 2007. I thought it was I thought it was so fascinating. I was like, oh my God, everything's in HD now. Now everything's in 4K. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, innovation, it's a beautiful thing. But anyways, should consumers not choose to adopt mobile gaming, the industry may collapse. Ah, you see, that's, that's the dramatic emphasis, may collapse. Wow, that is the second train. They are literally... Oh man, this is so fascinating. Sorry guys, I'm literally at work right now. The most fascinating thing is I'm just so excited about this train that's near one of the places where I work. Uh, that's the second train I just saw pass by. They're testing the systems. They're gonna open it next, uh, next month. 
and it's going to be free for three months, uh, which could cause a stir, but it's going to be so easy to come here instead of dealing with all that BS traffic. They've messed up the road on all sorts of levels. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm not, I'm just, I'll start cussing people. I'm not going to say any bad words. So we're going to drop the conversation there. <gasps> Anyways, going into were plus subject plus the preposition to, which is to, plus the base form. But these sentences are very odd to me. So I'm going to give you this. Were it easier to access high-speed internet connections? Normally, I would put if it was easier, right? If it was easier to access high, you know what I mean? But here you put were. It's not one of the things that I would recommend, but it is, I guess, a way to make it more formal versus using a simple if clause. Were it easier to access high-speed internet connections, more consumers would adopt Netflix. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Um, it depends in what country. See, Thailand, they're getting ready to go into 5G possibly next year, and Thailand's connection is phenomenal. Boy, if you go to Australia, oh my God, if any of you live out there, there was once, I lived there for a year. I got slapped with a 700 US dollar bill because apparently you have to pay by the gigabyte there. Oh, oh my God. And that internet is appalling. Appalling meaning it's beyond terrible. It's an extreme adjective for terrible, terrible, and terrible for all my Spanish speaking folks out there. It is horrific. But nonetheless, it's a good point. It's a very good point. But what we're focusing on is the structure in general. Let me give you another one. Were companies not to adapt, they would risk losing out to competitors. So a simple if clause would be if companies do not adapt. But if you use were, you would switch up the do not to not, uh, you would just drop the do and you would not to. Oh my God, it's so interesting. Were companies not to adapt or if companies do not adapt? Do you understand? So you drop the ox verb and you literally replace that with using the verb to be at the beginning of the sentence. Voila! Do you guys understand? So what we have here, we have some inverted sentences, okay? Now, what I would like to do is I would like to make this as interactive as, as possible for all of you out there. I could give you all the answers, but then what's the use? So I'm going to give you the sentences and I'm going to give you the course the inverted construction okay it's either going to be the ox verb or i'm sorry not the ox verb uh the the a model verb or it will be the verb to be you have to make it into an inverted clause okay so number one companies may stop investing in ebooks if sales continue to stagnate should sales continue to stagnate oh oh sorry I, I probably gave you a little bit of the answer but i threw something out there just in case you guys would get confused <laughs> stay tuned should is the word you'll use for that sentence number two traditionally broadcasted tv may become a thing of the past if people continue to stream content on mobile devices will you should with that Number three, investors might well lose faith in the project if sales were to decline any further. You will use were. Number four, if companies 
choose not to invest in mobile gaming, they may well see a decline in revenue over the next decade. You will use should. Five, e-readers would undoubtedly be more popular among consumers if they were easier to navigate. Were is the one you'll use with that sentence. And the last question, if consumers don't adopt early, the product might fail in its first year. Word is the one you'll use for that. So with that being said, guys, I'm looking forward to all your inverted structures. And stay tuned for more because maybe we got some very, and I mean some very, very good writing uh, skill tasks and stuff coming up very, very soon. So ah, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.